podcast. I'm Steve Muldrip. And I'm Britton Sharp. And we are the Abbey staff. And we welcome you to this, our sixth podcast. And uh, I told you last time that we were going to be talking this time about the idea of spiritual disciplines. Um, that's the this has been the subject on our website and the app that we talked about. And so we want to just flesh that out a little bit. Some of us are familiar with the idea of spiritual disciplines. Some of us maybe have heard that, but what is that? Because I, I, when I was kind of trying to put myself in a place before I'd heard of that and thinking spiritual discipline, <laughs> that's, that's an interesting thought. That can feel really, uh, really heavy and really uh you better get in line you better toe the line we're gonna work out drop and give me 20 kind of a thing you know right nobody necessarily is like oh yay spiritual discipline discipline yeah love that yeah it's not christmas morning so why don't we why don't you start by just kind of defining what -hmm. we're talking about what you're you're talking about when you are talking Mm -hmm. about a spiritual discipline And, Mm -hmm. and just to be clear we didn't make this Right. Yeah, we didn't develop the term spiritual discipline. It's been around. I think um, it was interesting in writing this piece because um, the background I grew up in was very legalistic um, and performance based in a lot of ways. And so, your your spiritual background or just family, just life? Just life. Um, But I mean, I think that's par for the course of Western civilization. And it's very much, we live in a performance culture. It's pretty interesting. Um, Out of countries that take the most vacation, Japan takes the least. People take two days of vacation a year. Two days? Two days. And in the U.S., the average person takes five. Whereas other places in the world, people take like a month, two months. Bring it. Yeah. I'm moving there. I'm moving, yeah, yeah. I want to go where that is. Um, So we live in a very performance-driven culture, mm-hmm. and we would be naive to think that that has not affected us spiritually. Mm-hmm. And so in the area of spiritual discipline, I think the term has been corrupted, um, and the, kind of the belief in it has been corrupted so much. Um, and one of the things I talk about is this, the idea of spiritual li- Spiritual discipline in the context of legalism mm-hmm. um, means a totally different thing than spiritual discipline in the context of grace. Flesh that out a little bit. How, how is it, how's that different? So in the context of legalism, um, spiritual discipline is almost more transactional in nature. If you do A, then B will happen, and then God will give you C. Mm-hmm. And so it's very formulaic. It's very... Um, it's, it's an approval-based system. It's actually void of grace because uh, if you don't do A and then B doesn't happen, then you're not getting C at all. Mm-hmm. And so... Okay, but devil's advocate, okay. but there is... I mean, there's value to doing these things. So mm-hmm. there is a little bit of if A, then B. Right. However, that is not the foundation of it. If grace is our foundation, if grace and truth and the gospel is our foundation, um, then that that is not um, what this springs from. That's not the motivator. 
If to, if, gar- to garner God's approval is not your motivator. If if A leads to B leads to C. If C is now God likes me, mm-hmm. then it's off. We've we've it's completely off. missed the point. Right. It is no longer based in Christ or the gospel, mm-hmm. um, which is deceptive, because A B doing A and B can look really good, mm-hmm. you know, and it can, and that's the the hard part is that some things can look really good, but their heart is totally off. Because mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I can mm-hmm. look really awesome right. and feel great about but be completely off base. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, whereas spiritual discipline in the context of grace, um, it's about the process of cultivating intimacy um, and growth in our relationships with God. And in that, it is, it's thinking about like a farmer, going out, the discipline of going out into the fields, sowing, working, the, being patient in the process of that development and growth. It's not an instantaneous growth. Um, and so there's the grace of being in process in, the, in spiritual discipline, whereas in a more legalistic nature, there's rapid production is kind of what's desired. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, you're, you're going to be on a journey with this. Like you're going to have to You'll have wins and losses. Um, there'll be good days on the farm and bad, so to speak. Um, but yet, how do we continue to cultivate intimacy and growth in the midst of this? Is really um, in this heart of grace and applying the gospel to our lives. And that—that's what is the hardest. One of the hardest things for me is that—that that waiting, that patience, mm-hmm. the we—I. We, redid our yard in the in the spring I, we brought in truckloads of dirt and filled it and spread seed and did it all right not and i mean i'm literally watching the grass grow. a week later going <laughs> where's my lawn knowing in my head it's it don't work that way but i am so i would be a terrible farmer <laughs> and it makes it makes living this way that's that's to me where spiritual disciplines have helped me because it it makes me go uh okay it's a process and i need to slow myself down i need to yeah do some of these things that are going to help cultivate that that field in a sense and one of the things that one of the definitions i've heard for spiritual discipline i kind of wrote my own for this article but one of the ones that had influenced me before was um, with spiritual discipline, we um, will eventually do naturally what does not come naturally now. Huh. Say that again. So we will eventually do naturally what does not come naturally now. Huh. So it is not my nature to wait, but through the process of spiritual discipline, it will become my nature to wait. Um, or to love when somebody hurts me or to hold my tongue or to do these different things. It's this development. So kind of going off of that. And sorry, Go ahead. The, the, I mean, we were just having this conversation earlier about <laughs> a member of my family who, our, that's our what <laughs> we're talking about our kids. Yes. Who, uh, uh, that's what we're trying to develop mm-hmm. in our children is the I want you to do this because it's right. I want you to want this 
but they're not there. Mm-hmm. And so I discipline them mm-hmm. to get them there. And it's not out of this mean, it's out of, no, buddy, this is best mm-hmm. for totally you. It's totally what's best for you. Yes, it's best for you. It's best for us. It's best for the world around you. It's best for your teachers. It's best for all of that. So I'm going to discipline mm-hmm. you to do that until it becomes mm-hmm. what he or she doesn't want to do. He's doing it naturally. And mm-hmm. it's a, that's a great mm-hmm. picture of exactly what we're talking mm-hmm. about. And so in thinking through that and fleshing it out a bit more, like, like we said, we want things to be super practical. Mm-hmm. So one of the definitions we have in the article is that spiritual discipline is the active and continual pursuit of the application of the truth and grace of the gospel in our lives. And so that can vary greatly per person. Um, it'll vary on um, kind of in my life, where do I need to apply God's truth, which will be different in someone else's life, mm-hmm. given our experiences, tendencies, backgrounds, all that stuff. Um, and it's going to be, it has to be active. It is um, pursuing it, cultivating the environment for that to happen, uh, to see the life of the gospel, cultivating the life of the gospel in your life in this area. And that's what the discipline is doing. It's helping mm-hmm. me to focus and put energy right. behind that. It's helping, spiritual discipline is really helping you become who God has created you to be in the fullness of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, it requires vulnerability, um, which legalism often lacks or prevents because there's a spirit, there's a sense of competition in legalism. So how, how does it require vulnerability because a lot of times just like you need a spotter when you're in the gym working out with heavy weights there's going to be things that come about in your life that you need spotters like you need people to help you through this Uh so it takes vulnerability to to say that admitting i can't do this on my own i gotta have i have no idea what to do with my kids right now (laughs) you know or i need help with this or i've never dealt with this before like Mm -hmm. god has wired us growth happens in the context of community and so spiritual discipline has a communal aspect in that certain people will excel in other areas that others fail and vice versa Mm -hmm. and so it's coming together uh, being aware of our needs being in a an environment where we can be vulnerable about those and coming together to discuss those at the same time so that we all grow together in the context of the gospel so it's it's not, to be clear, the spiritual discipline is not, I work so that God will. No. So that God will love me, approve me, give no. me, you know, tickets, you know, or whatever. Right. The, the flip side of that is I, I want, the disciplines are helping me to have more intimacy and more of what I'm mm-hmm. experiencing from God. He mm-hmm. has been so gracious, and he moved first, and mm-hmm. he won me, and I want more of that. And, this and is our discipline is me. the acceptance of that Yes, in some ways. I'm yeah. accepting God's truth that he has set me free from this anger. Mm. I'm accepting God's truth that he has allowed me to love in this and to live out of this freedom yeah. from it and to move towards it. In so starkly different from each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, so completely different. And I think it's really interesting. We 
I mentioned this kind of towards the end of the article, but a lot of times we view spiritual discipline as what we do and don't do. Mm -hmm. A lot of times what we don't do usually. Yep. But instead of spiritual discipline, a lot of times is us actually speaking up in certain scenarios. Like if you think about the issue of racism, spiritual discipline is speaking up against it. Um, It is us, which is totally scary. You're in the situation. You may be the only person that is standing up for what is right in this situation. Um, But I think that's an element of spiritual discipline, Hmm. which you see a lot of us live in fear. And so basically it'd be like the the spiritual discipline of faith is standing up against fear. Hmm. And it's like, I know I may be the only one that says this is wrong, but this is wrong. Hmm. You know, and it's pushing, it's for the advancement and the further furthering of the gospel and the light of the gospel in every situation mm-hmm. rather than just don't do this kind of thing. And I love you, you make reference to Eugene Peterson's uh, book <laughs> in the article, uh, mm-hmm. Along Obedience in the Same Direction, which mm-hmm. is a, a study through the Psalms of Ascent. Um, and that's just, I, I, that was the first Eugene Peterson book I ever bought, and I didn't know who Eugene Peterson was, but I loved the title. Right. I just thought that mm-hmm. that sums that defines who I want to be, and that's what's been such a value for me in in spiritual disciplines over the year. Is it's I want that long obedience in the same direction, mm-hmm. and I need so much help. Mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. and so I, I need disciplines I need you I need people I need brothers and sisters all that kind of stuff and that's what has I don't I don't like the term spiritual disciplines it feels mm-hmm. too you know that's just not mm-hmm. me other descriptions of it have been through the years means of grace uh, things and to me I love that one because it's saying you're gonna get more mm-hmm. of this stuff that you know is good and right and you have relished and loved and, th- and this is going to help you. And one of the things in Peterson's book that he talks about is and the, the, con- the psalm that um, so I lift my eyes to the hills from where does my hope come? My so hope comes from the Lord. Right. So a lot of times we think that that's like this awe-inspiring like he's looking at the Rockies he's like oh where does my hope come from? It's, you know, it's this God who made these majestic mountains and that's that's good that's awe-inspiring that's yes. great that's, and he did and he did <laughs> but that's not necessarily what this is talking about because in the the ancient culture um the mountains the high places were also where different idols were set up and so as people were traveling there would be different idols on every hill so like the god of um nature that so for good weather the god of prosperity so as you're going, like people would be tempted to go up and to sacrifice at these other idols to kind of help them along their journey. And that really resonates with me. Um, I think a lot of times Satan's main tool isn't for us to get us to do the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. I think his main tool, specifically in our society today, is for us not to do anything. Mm-hmm. So it's distraction. Mm-hmm. So how can I distract you from where God is taking you? Um, and I think that's what this psalm is talking about like you know I lift my eyes to the hills and there's all these other temptations of hope but where does my hope come from 
and my hope comes from this continual pursuit of God, mm. the God who made me, who made the hills, pushing through it. <laughs> I have to commonly drive 640 and hit 40 right there, right by paper mill, and there's that huge lottery sign. And I always look at it, and I'm like, man, if I won that, I could mm. buy, buy, buy. Mm. And it's just this, it's, it's a hill, literally, with this kind of false God on it of no money would fix everything. Yeah. And it's just look like, how happy they are. Look how happy. They are. Yeah, it's all great. But it's yeah. just like, no, like that's not. That's not how God works. My, that's help, not doesn't it, my help doesn't come from that. No. You know, instead, how can I continue to focus on what God is doing in my life, um, and not get distracted from it, mm. and actually continue to cultivate it and develop it? Well, we hope that's a helpful little foray into the idea of spiritual disciplines if if you've not gone there before if you haven't spent much time thinking about it um part of what one of the things i think you close off with in is that the spiritual discipline isn't about a competitive hey i got i got more points than you or i got a better score than you or it's mm-hmm. it's about team and it's about mm-hmm. together and being and doing this thing together mm-hmm. and one of the things that we love about the app is this uh, section called come to the table in the reflection section yeah yes and it's it's a really practical way we're giving you a great recipe mm-hmm. and just some softball questions to to gather some people together cook this thing this time it's some killer chocolate chip Amazing cookies. Mm. and and, and then maybe have some conversation about this. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think about spiritual distance? Is that a, mm-hmm. does, do you, does that feel like a good thing or a hard mm-hmm. thing? Or, and just to have conversation with other people. So uh, within the context of the body, we, we do this together. And again, this is a really practical way just to help you connect with some folks. Help take those next steps. Yeah. So... Hey, thanks for joining us. Give us your feedback. Uh, We'd love to hear what y'all think. Um, If you've got questions, comments. What you may want us to cover. Yeah, for sure. So thanks very much for being with us. May the Lord bless you, keep you, make his face shine on you, and give you his peace.